We got some budget policy, we got some tax policy, and we got some short selling from American public media. This is Marketplace. In Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rosenau. Thursday, the 16th of March. Glad, as always, to have you along, everybody. Think, if you will, of the White House budget plan that came out today as an expanded version of one of President Trump's tweets. More a sense of his thinking kind of thing than representative of real overall plan. Mick Mulvaney, the director of the Office of Management and Budget, said as much today of the document that is colloquially called the skinny budget. This budget does not address the big picture items such as policy changes, revenue flows, tax policy, mandatory spending. This is simply the top line spending budget. It's why we call it the budget blueprint uh, and not the full budget. So if it's not the actual plan, what is it? This is the message the president wanted to send to the public, to the press, to Capitol Hill. Marketplace's Sabri Benishore explores what the White House is trying to tell us. In a nutshell, President Trump wants more money for the military, less money for just about everything else, excluding entitlements. In some ways, it's textbook conservatism. The president's budget proposal clearly lays out defense as the primary national priority. Romina Bacha is a research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. The proposal cuts the EPA by 31 percent, the State Department by 28 percent, and the Health and Human Services budget by 18 percent. The budget also shows a clear interest in returning power to states and localities. But in at least one big area, Trump's priorities differ considerably from conservatives. Alan Viard is a scholar at the American Enterprise Institute. I think there are many conservatives who are rightly concerned about entitlement spending outstripping federal revenue. Viard says the skinny budget makes no mention of the deficit, and the president has said he doesn't intend to touch Social Security or Medicare. Well, I think it's tough to identify Donald Trump's philosophy. It seems like he says one thing and does another. Carmel Martin is executive vice president for policy at the Center for American Progress. Martin sees a contrast between Trump's rhetoric promoting working people and his proposed cuts to programs that serve them. Jared Bernstein is at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. He goes further. This budget is kind of looking out there at the landscape of American social policy and deciding that we're doing much too much for poor people. But the budget process is long and complicated. Alice Rivlin is a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution. Usually there are big changes made by the Congress. So wherever Trump's budget is ideologically, it is unlikely to survive as is. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. Alice Rivlin, by the way, also the founding director of the Congressional Budget Office, much in the news of late. Not to be lost in all the skinny budget talk, President Trump is reminding people that tax reform is on his agenda, too. He told Tucker Carlson on Fox News last night that he wants to bring business taxes way down from 35 to 15 percent. There's no plan on how to do that yet from the White House, but we asked Marketplace Mitchell Hartman from our bureau at Oregon Public Broadcasting to go have a look at what cutting taxes on businesses might mean. President Trump has promised to introduce tax legislation to slash the top corporate rate from 35 percent. It's currently the highest among G20 economies, down to 15 percent. Though keep in mind that 35 percent, a lot of companies don't pay it, says Len Berman at the Nonpartisan Tax Policy Center. The average rate paid by U.S. corporations is actually comparable to a lot of European countries because there are lots of deductions and exclusions and preferences. Maya McGinnis at the Fiscally Conservative Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget says getting the top rate down makes a whole lot of sense in terms of both growing the economy and increasing our competitiveness. 
But she says it could also create a big hole in the budget. To offset the huge cost of bringing the rates down, we're going to have to get rid of a lot of the existing tax breaks. Otherwise, it adds a whole lot to the debt, and that actually slows growth. There are some prime targets for eliminating corporate tax breaks, says Frank Clementi at the liberal group Americans for Tax Fairness. We're losing over $100 billion a year due to profit shifting that corporations do to low-tax jurisdictions, and the profits don't have to be taxed until they're repatriated, brought back to America. President Trump has said he favors letting multinationals bring those profits home at a super-low 10% tax rate. Reducing corporate deductions for things like interest and depreciation could raise more revenue. And simplifying the tax code is something most everyone, except maybe the corporate tax prep lobby, could get behind. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. On Wall Street.